Okay, three, two, one, go. Hi. Are you recording? Uh, yeah, we started with the three. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, welcome to 2021. Uh, not 2022, what? shit. <laughs> oh, shit, you're one of those people, huh? You're one of those people, It literally huh? feels like 2020 just ended. With the uh, the two year long twenty twenty ended yes <laughs> and now it's twenty twenty one have I I've sent you uh, Liver King right yes w- what was that pause for because I don't I didn't think we were getting into this <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the list come out of left field baby this is twenty twenty two style oh I hate Ooh, it all curveballs six days in. Ooh. All right, tell us about Liver King. Oh, so you don't know about Liver King? No, I do, but nobody listening okay. does, because why on earth would they? If you're listening and I say the word, the name Liver King, and you don't know who I'm referring to, I believe his name is Brian Johnson. And his name is Liver King. <laughs> AKA Liver King. Why is he called Liver King, you ask? That part I don't know. You don't know why he's called Liver King? I know that he's a meathead idiot, but... <laughs> I just I thought wait, he, I thought you knew about Liver King. I saw the the video, the which pull, one? Pull a bunch of shit a, like a mile. Oh, the barbarian. The yeah, the barbarian oh. challenge. Wait, that's all you've seen? Yes, it's all I want to see. I saw one <laughs> thing and I am done. I know all I need to know about this moron. <laughs> and I can move on with my life, but please oh. spend a good portion oh. of our podcast oh. our, our funny nerd podcast talking oh. about this meathead. Wow! First of all, you need to be really you gotta you gotta. Relax. Why are you on a website called Ancestral Supplements? Why is he showing off his six pack? He's lifting up his shirt like he's a model at a beach. Um. Oh my god! His skin looks like a hot dog. Look at the vascularity on his fucking arms. Do you see that? He looks like. If you took the clothes off of like a battlefield player character avatar. <laughs> Like, he's the guy who says, like, oh, I'm reloading. But he's, like, shirtless, and his skin has the same consistency of a boiled hot dog. Okay, so uh, uh, Brian Johnston is a uh, big proponent and I think a co-owner of a company called Ancestral Supplements. And if you don't know who this person is, look them up on YouTube. He sells health supplements. Just type in, no, he sells ancestral supplements. <laughs> Liver King... Is a is this is Brian Johnson and his videos, which I'm kind of sad you didn't see. I don't know if I want to say it now. I kind of want to get a live reaction of of how you feel about his videos. You won't get one, so just go ahead and talk about it. So he's really big about eating raw uh, organ meat. So we're talking about raw uh, liver all the time uh, with salt and maple syrup, uh, raw beef tartare, so just ground up beef. Uh, that he just eats with egg yolk, uh, raw fertilized eggs that he drinks. Um, you're talking about uh, raw bull testicles, you know? Yeah. He peels off the skin and then he'll chomp into them, stuff like that. Or he'll slice them up really thin and then he'll just eat them by, by the slice, uh, kind of like deli meat in a way. Um, I, I, I knew this guy in <laughs> high school. I knew five dudes like this growing up. He's like, hey, would you give me a dollar if I ate a chunk out of the steak before I cook it? It's like, nah, man. And then he did it. And we're like, that's gross, man. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he works out a bunch. And they're like, damn, you're strong. How do you do that? Oh, I eat raw steak. 
Let me make a website. <laughs> That's it. That's his whole story. No, the whole story is that he believes that since for most of human history, we effortlessly consume nose to tail the things we needed for strength, health, and happiness. No, because it's hard to go out and kill a mammoth. So when you get one, you're going to eat all of it. Well, here's the problem. We are now part of a world where our strength, our health, and our happiness are not fully ours anymore. But guess what? It doesn't have to be that way. Whole food, nutrient-dense organs can provide great benefit for those seeking targeted support and harmony with nature. The old-fashioned ancestral way. The way that our early ancestors lived. So... This he, episode is not sponsored by Ancestral it is, Supplements. It, it is not. It, no, but if Liver King, if you want to, you should definitely hit us up. Absolutely we not. 100%. He's on LinkedIn? Yo, no way. This dude has a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Can you do this yes, later? Yes, he does. Uh, no, 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 no. So, so here's the thing. He, he has this company called Ancestral Supplements. Mm-hmm. And he sells uh, like... like freeze-dried organs that you can eat in in pill form so you can have grass-fed beef liver and beef thyroid uh you can have spleen and pancreas you could have thymus beef brain kidney uh you could have um uh just pure like tripe which is stomach and intestines just ground up so if you don't want to eat these things raw you can just have them in pill form. The, it still get the type of benefits you want. So let's say you want to have grass-fed lung with liver, right? You can get that. It's called beef lung. You know, if you want to get... <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> hey, let's say you want uh, female enhancement. It supports fertility, libido, and hormone balance. It improves mood, PMS-related symptoms, and menstrual regularity. And it's made out of horse butthole. It's made out of ovaries, uterus, and fallopian tubes. That's not how that works, <laughs> Liver King. <laughs> you can have it, uh, if you want strong biceps. Here's cow arm. I mean, uh, it, it is it is like the like for like idea behind eating something, and he traces that- it back to the to like the ancestral tribes and Native Americans that would eat. Uh, specific parts of an animal in order to uh, inherit the strength of that part of the animal. Yeah, so for they example, also did that in the movie District 9 with so, the aliens. So let's say you have uh, poor eyesight. You could have beef eye, which is uh, works. the eyeballs of cows. And you can have that. And that supports eye, retina, macula, lens, and overall ocular health. Uh, Dubs, I need to ask you a very earnest question. How about blood vitality? You know, <laughs> got beef blood. <laughs> gallon of beef blood you chug it and then your blood's better if you want better toenails we got hoof jerky it's the blood vitality is rich in bioavailable heme iron vitamin b12 and bioidentical vitamin d it supports red blood cell formation immune function cardiovascular health it includes liver and spleen that provide the cofactors to support both endogenous iron production and hemoglobin health I had a very low opinion of this guy before we started this podcast that I didn't think could get lower. And you have absolutely reset my bar of how low I can think of someone. Well, here's it's the idea behind like, uh, like supports like. So let's say you wanted to eat some grass fed placenta, right? 
because uh, grass-fed placenta supports afterbirth recovery, positive mood, and health response to stresses because it's a whole food source of heme iron, B6, B12, D3, and selenium, which is an essential trace mineral. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't do that. It doesn't. It doesn't do that. It doesn't. I, so here's my earnest question that I've been meaning to ask you. How, how on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you buy into this? You know, it wasn't until I saw MOFO, the male optim- optimization formula with organs. Uh... <laughs> they don't need to abbreviate it. <laughs> Wait, it's MOFO? M-O-F-O? Jesus. <laughs> male optimization formula with organs. Yeah. Uh, it's the, again, like supports like. So you could have testicles, prostate, and heart to we support our own. cow boner. To support our own testicles, prostate, and heart health. It supports manhood, uh, testosterone, libido, fertility. It supports your prostate health, heart health. It includes liver and bone marrow, of course. Of yes. course. Of course. Of course. Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, how likely are you to buy one of these things? Well, buy these things? Yeah. I, 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 so here, okay. Side A. This guy, assuming he believes all of it. <laughs> Which I'm going to go out on a limb and assume. (laughs) All he has to do is contact uh, grass-fed farmers, let's say in New Zealand. Can I have all your garbage? Yes. Hey, all the things that you don't, you can't really sell, which is the organs. Yeah. Because you really only sell the muscle tissue. um, I will buy off of you at like a 50% rate. Mm -hmm. And they go, oh. Uh, yes, because we're taking a loss, if anything, and making a mess. Yeah. So, yes. He takes it, and then he says, I'm going to set up my website, get my production going, have all these lines, and then I'm going to smash smash the hell out of social media by eating raw organs on video and say, hi, everybody. I'm Liver King. I'm yoked as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I that part is true. 4% body fat with vascularity so intense. Like One of the comments I saw was his veins are thicker than my dick. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> which That's is vile. His bicep pain is thicker than my dick. Which is fucking hilarious. But I'm gonna show up as this fucking juiced up monster and I'm gonna eat some raw organs and do some crazy shit with food and then I'm gonna sell it and say, Hey, you can get like this if you eat raw liver every day. Like there is a video of him on Instagram where he tears, he finishes his workout in the garage. Mm. He like finishes, I think it's overhead pressing, racks it, walks to a table, and he, and he pick and he says the best thing to eat after your workout is raw beef liver. And he takes out a pack of like says this guy <laughs> says it's a pack of, of of beef liver, and he takes a knife, rips it open, Ugh. takes it out, and then he just bites into it. That's so gross. He has a video where he eat, who he drinks fifty three fertilized raw eggs. It's it's just jackass, but he's yoked, and he's got like a, a he's got like a, a salmon, like a full salmon, mm. and he says there's nothing better than than like the protein fresh from the source, and he squeezes out like toothpaste the eggs. Oh my and he's god! He's eating the eggs. That yeah, fucking Gollum did the same thing. <laughs> And then he and then he says, "Oh, by the way, if you don't want to do any of these things, you can still get the same benefits to get fucking yoke city like me, 
by going to ancestral supplements and uh, <laughs> taking this the grass fed beef organs. I mean, yeah, I I don't disagree with you that his marketing department is pretty solid, but what he also does is he works out all day every day and only eats protein that's it wait wait that was side a yeah side b is and you you might hate this but side b is he's right what do you mean he's right he he's he's right he he's 100 percent right says who says look look, (laughs) you almost said says him (laughs) (laughs) okay hey 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 can i can i can i talk can i talk i'm sorry i'm sorry i I thought this was america i thought this was america i thought i could talk i'm sorry i thought i could talk (laughs) let me speak so the while you're looking up the only thing i've seen is the barbarian challenge where he's just like it's very culty first of all it made me very very uncomfortable like you need to bow and like take this oath that you're just gonna walk down the street with a backpack full of dumbbells and dragging this sled with a shit ton of weight on and and uh suitcase carrying kettlebells yeah yeah okay like okay yeah we get it that's why you're jacked yes so he is the ceo of the ancestral lifestyle and you could be a ceo tomorrow okay look here's the thing (laughs) here's nothing but here's the thing he has nine tenants Okay. To his ancestral lifestyle, like company. Okay. Like, he has nine tenants. He tenants? has tenants. Like people who live there? Tenants. No, tenants. Like, oh, like, like oh. fundamentals that you follow okay, as a yeah, credo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got he it. has sleep, connect, cold, fight, sun, move, shield, bond, recipes, eat. And punching. <laughs> and, and primals, right? <laughs> and, and here's the thing that I think is really cool because. When he goes into the details of what these things are, he's he's not saying anything that's actually that crazy. In reality, what he's like his sleep, for example, he's like sleep. Obviously, our ancestors did not have high lumen light bulbs, like sixty inch like QLED OLED TVs. He said, and so one of his tenets is try to get eight hours of full restful sleep. Mm. You do that by trying to limit screen time, lower the lights down, try to. Make it so you're you're it's it's easier and faster for you to fall asleep at a normal rate. Try, if you can sleep with the sun and rise with the sun, that would be amazing, right? Try to get as much rest as you can because your body needs it, mm. and it's natural for us to sleep properly. And everything we have in our modern world fights us and robs us of that natural thing, mm. right? So that's one of them, for example. Sure. Um, another one is the sun, right? He says a lot of times we don't realize how much we actually try to hide ourselves from the sun, whether it's our clothes, whether it's the fact that we work in buildings, the fact that we're, we, we sleep in these giant houses, we close the blinds. Like there's so much we do to hide from the sun and we only take it when we want it, when in reality we are animals and we've always lived with the sun. We, so try to go outside more often. Try to embrace the sunlight on your skin. Try not to hide from it. Try to... Try to like take in natural vitamin D from the sun. Try mm. to not just be a recluse inside and to mm-hmm. shy away from stuff like that. And that's why he looks like a hot dog. Got it. <laughs> well, he, he's in Texas, so the sun's a little bit different for him, I think. But um, then he has one that's like eating, right? And he's like, eating needs to be something. Well, actually, I think we're, we've been overeating. I think we've yeah. been overeating. <laughs> um, one of them is bonding. Right, bond is a, is is one of his ancestral tenets, and bond is supposed to be the social connection we have 
as as tribal people, mm. right? As as people, as creatures that that crave contact, and that's, and, that's legit. Yes, right. So like, I'm on board for some of these, but they're also just common sense that nobody disagrees with. <laughs> but see what I mean? Like, make sure you sleep. And then he has stuff that like you probably won't like as much, which is like fight, right? And fight. like fight is something where he says we may not have we may not have always lived in, like in combat, but we are ha- like back in the day as animals, like more primal animals, we were used to more conflict. Like just yeah. the fight or flight response was something we dealt with more often. Mm. We should try to encourage those moments when that happens with like like whether it's in, basically he says train martial arts, but. Try to be okay with your body in combat. Try to be comfortable in stressful situations. Try to realize that, like, it's okay to have the fear or anxiety in in a moment like that. But if you prepare for these moments, then you are prepared for it uh, just like our ancestors were. Let me hit you with this one. Movies and video games. You could get the same flight or fight response. I, I, I mean... I, I don't think it's exactly what, what he would say. You play that. some Mario Maker 2 on the Switch, and I you did. tell me that you don't get a little antsy and a little like, oh my God, I'm, I might actually die for real if I don't uh, beat this level. It's farther than I've ever gotten before. God, look at him. <laughs> he looks like if you took Robin Williams' head from Jumanji at the beginning when he's like, what year is it? <laughs> He has the big <laughs> beard and the turtle shell on his back or whatever. And oh, yes, put he had a turtle shell. Oh, put, my God. And he put, had a giant turtle shell. Put that oh, big fuck. homeless head on Dwayne The Rock Johnson's <laughs> body and put Hulk Hogan's skin over the body. <laughs> that is lyrical. Is he holding a fucking spear? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he has no idea how stupid he looks. He has a 10 pack. Yes. That's yes. ridiculous. He says, I choose ancestral living for one reason. I believe this is the key to unlocking true strength, health, and happiness. When you study the way our ancestors lived, the way I have for the last 20 years, you'll recognize a series of recurring themes. These are what I call the nine ancestral tenets. They're designed to bring out the best version of ourselves by realigning our lifestyle, diet, and behavior with a primal way of being. I will say, he has an absolutely luscious beard. That thing is incredible. Are you jealous? It is unkempt and (laughs) wild. Are you jealous of it? I'm not necessarily jealous of it. It's just, it's impressive. Oh my god, look at, look. He's a moron. When did our ancestors ever wear chains, uh, like like hundreds of pounds of chains, and carry kettlebells through a lake? <laughs> okay, look. Okay, uh, sleep. I've been over. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Eat. We, Ugh, we, no, can we not? <laughs> we had so many fun things to talk about, and you sprung this shit on me. Are you not having fun? I I wouldn't call it fun. You're laughing. You're smiling. You're energized. What does that say? Join uh, the- if you're ready to commit to your strongest, happiest self, begin with any tenant. Take your first step and share your primal journey with the ancestral community. Just use the hashtag ancestral living and welcome to our tribe. Yeah. So he'll do these things where he'll say, what's going on, primals? Like today we are going through and eating raw fertilized eggs. We want to have raw fertilized eggs. And then he'll just be like, I'm going to have 53 of them. You have just one. And he goes, and he just throws back. They're lined up in shot glasses. I hate that. 
He just it's goes li- through. It's just he. It's, he. It's. Ugh. I will say this. Uh, I I was surprised the sound that raw bull testicle makes when Absolutely you just not. bite it. We're talking about our next topic now. <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, we never so got to the end. We never what, got to the end. No, we did. My question was. My question was going to be. The, my answer is no to whatever your question is. <laughs> Go ahead. It's A or B. Yeah, no. It's A or B. <laughs> it's A or B. Yes. It's A or B. Would you rather have one of his raw meals, which is typically liver, testicle, tartar, egg, um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just have one of those. Yeah. Or spend a year's worth of monthly subscription to one of these small batch grass-fed beef organ pills. So here's the thing with these pills, right? Like it's what'd you say? It's dehydrated liver or whatever ground up in a pill. Um, I mean, it's a, it's, it's. I believe it's just. Let me give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Maybe there is some benefit to eating a liver, like a cow liver or whatever. You are eating a pill's worth of liver when you have one of those. That is like a pencil eraser's worth of whatever benefit he's getting. Granted, they probably just put more vitamins vitamins in it, but just eat vitamins. That's all that is. There's nothing in that that isn't just you can't get in vitamins. That's it. It's just vitamins. This but is pasture-raised also- liver, grass-fed and grass-finished in New Zealand and Australia. It is what? hormone, pesticide, and GMO-free. No fillers or flow agents added. 100% freeze-dried and non-defatted. And is third-party tested for purity. You know, it's also good for you, like a chicken. Chicken's really good in protein. I'm going to freeze-dry some raw chicken and then grind it up, put it into a pill, and give that to you. That's what that is. Because <laughs> it's got protein in it. This has one milligram of protein. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so stupid. Our next topic. Okay, fine. We'll move on. We'll By move the way, on. just a reminder that the Uncharted movie will be a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> when it comes out in February. Anyway, moving on. We wanted to talk about, uh, eventually, we put little to no planning into this because we just came up with the idea two hours ago. Yes. Uh, g- coming up with like our favorite X, Y, and Z of the year. Video game, album, movie, TV show. Granted, we don't experience a lot of those every year because True. it's not our full-time jobs. Exactly. But just through living and enjoying the things that come out, we've experienced a good bit of them. Mm-hmm. And we agreed and we scrolled through a little bit of a list of albums that came out this year. Yes. So, and there's absolutely no format to how we're going to do this. I think we'll just <sighs> find it along the way. But you're listening to the first inaugural geek and destroy album of the year awards yes or the gad awards i will call them <laughs> as they will become okay yes gad awards the, i like that I like, gad I'll, awards. I'll take that i'll take gad awards i'll take gad awards. uh so like what what things stick out to you what albums uh did you like listening to so here's where it's difficult yeah how many times have you listened to something and you hated it Ooh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm not yeah, done yet. Sure, you sure. hated it. You don't know. It's it's maybe, it's maybe one of your favorite artists. Mm. And you're just like, I don't get it. I don't know why they went with this sound. I just don't get it. But then like two years later, oh. you listen to it. And all of a sudden, it all fits and makes sense. It just comes together for you. And all of a sudden, you go, holy shit, this album is amazing. Um, I'm looking up the name of the album. But the second you said, blah, 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 I hated it. 
two years later, I instantly knew where you were going. And my answer is the album Day and Age by The Killers. Okay. Day and Age. Specifically, there's a song on it called Spaceman that I just, like, I was like, okay, The Killers are done. They just, like, jumped the shark. What on earth is this song? It's over. And then... It's uh, over. They sold out or whatever. I I think the song, like, Are We Human? Uh, or something like that, or human. Um, yes, yes, I know yeah, that song. Are we human or are we dancer? I fucking uh, hated that song. I hated both of those songs. Yes, and then they just kept coming up. Like I would hear them, like in a friend's car or something like that. And eventually, like there was a moment, like there was a specific moment in the song "Spaceman" that I just flipped, and I was like, "Hold on, this." This song fucking owns bones. <laughs> like, really? This song is really? really good. Yeah. And then I gave the rest of the album a chance. And that was like my album of 2008. But like I okay. hated it the okay. first three times I heard any of the songs off of it. But then I completely turned around on it. Okay. Um, similar to that, this year, speaking of albums this year, the song uh, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. That's just a banger. I hated it. You hated that? It was so like teenagey and angsty, and it's like, oh, this is so annoying. But then my girlfriend loved it, so he kept listening to it in the car. And then uh, that one wasn't like a snap, but it started to grow on me. And okay. it is, it is an absolute banger. It's a banger. And I am just going to preemptively say, since we're on the topic of Olivia Rodrigo, that's probably my favorite album of the year. Really? Sour, a whole album slaps. I don't think it's a bad album, but you know what album blew me away off the rip? Yeah. And this might be like super mainstream generic. And I'm sorry, I'm not fucking Indian underground enough to list some <laughs> artist from SoundCloud that just <laughs> dropped a fucking EP that just, just slayed. Yeah. And if we're all idiots for sleeping on it, like, fuck you. Um, like, Bye, listeners. <laughs> sorry. I, sorry. I, I work 40 hours a week at a job that drains my soul. I, I, I don't have time to explore <laughs> that much here. I'm just trying to survive. Um, off the first... 10 seconds. Yeah. I was thinking this shit is intense and I can't wait for the, like every song after this Adele 30. Yeah. Like that first song when it finished, I was just holy shit. And if you don't know that first song that she finishes with, she goes, she ends with, okay, I'm ready. She says that at she the says end that of at the, the very song? end at the okay. very end. She says that. And here's the funny thing. Cause I watched an interview that she had about it. Yeah. They were like, so what was your direction behind this album? She was, and she said, I didn't have a direction. <laughs> she said, I, I sing. Yeah. That's my, I love to sing. Mm-hmm. So I was going through so much. Mm. I was just going downstairs into my studio and just doing the thing I like to do. Yeah. I wasn't planning on any of this stuff getting out. Yeah. And That's then where it went. And then it was just like, you're Adele. You're putting fucking bangers out right now. We need to like <laughs> chop, chop. We need to do something with this shit. And then like, here's 30. Yeah. And uh, it kind of, I think, explains where that end clip gets put in. Yeah. Just like, okay, I'm ready. Um, Interesting. And she had a big breakup recently, right? That's uh, kind divorce. of what the album's about. Yeah. yeah. Divorce. Uh, yeah. Her, uh, her single is actually, I think, one of the most like middling songs on the entire album. Mm. Every other song besides that is so good. Yeah. And it's so... Adele has beyond something of just pure technique mm-hmm. or timbre or anything unique to just how she how she sings. To me, a lot of it is her phrasing. Mm. Her phrasing is so jazzy, but it's mainstream. 
Yeah. So she's very jazzy, but she does it in pop. That's a really good point. And I think that's why she's so unique in what she does is because she, and that's why I love the first album. The first album is very like, it's, it's very jazzy compared to what she usually has. Yep. And it's just, she's just vibing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's why she fits in all these very unique uh, beats and melodies is because she has a jazzy type of uh, phrasing with what she does. Yeah. And yeah, just fucking banger. Like I was able to listen to each song. I just listened to the album front to back mm-hmm. when I listened to it. And I just went, yeah, this holy shit. <laughs> Adele's back, y'all. Adele. Yeah. I, I, I sent it to all my friends. I was just, yo, this shit's good. This shit's <laughs> really good. Holy shit. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do you have any others that stick out to you? I have a few more that I really enjoyed. Uh, like, here's the thing. I enjoyed it. So this this year was, it was, the year of 2021 was, uh, I think it was more difficult than 2020. Music-wise? No, just life-wise. Okay, yeah, sure. Because um, it was just, it was like, it was 2020 again. 2020 was, it was hard enough. And then, hey, a cool idea. What if 2020 kept going for another yeah, year? Yeah, like, 2020, it, it was the novelty of this is so new and different. Oh, well. man, everything's so fucked. Yeah, everything's cool. Everything's <laughs> so new and, and, and such a different experience. We never had this before. And 2021 was all. So, okay, we've been doing this for a while now. We should probably start fixing this stuff, right? Like, yeah. We should probably cha- start changing things around. Hold on, it's getting worse. Yeah, hold on. Like, why is <laughs> why are things still going this way? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. The second half of 2021, I got I started listening to a lot more metal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I definitely stayed away from just like, well, what's new? And I definitely listened to a lot more uh heavy music. Yeah. So, I don't know if I can really say there was a huge amount that I really uh experienced and like fell in love with or appreciated. Um yeah, I, I was just yeah, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel worn out mm. music wise. You know okay. what I mean? I, I feel like there's not enough tread. On, I feel like uh, what? What did he say? A bit of butter spread, spread over, over too, too much, much bread. bread. Yeah, there you go. How did you know that's exactly what I was thinking? Because I know exactly how you feel. Because we talk quite often. Yes, true, true. That's yeah. That's how I feel music wise yeah. about stuff that I'm listening to. And it's a uh, it's a weird place to be because that that youthful uh, uh, energy and frenzy about something new music wise mm. was always there. Yeah. And now that I'm older, it's just you know I'm not at a point where it's like oh that's not music for these kids these days. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not at that point. Yeah. Um, I give everything a listen. It's just nothing is capturing me, and I don't yeah. know if it's because of the year or if it's just because I'm all worn out musically. Uh, it definitely could be both. Or maybe no good music came out. That's not true. <laughs> uh, I actually, I was more into like just pop music this year than I ever have been. Uh, I think because, uh, that's what my girlfriend's been listening to a lot. Uh, and when we're driving around, she gets the aux cord most of the time. Uh, so she kind of puts on whatever and she'll put on things that she thinks I like. And she got me into like Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, I found a new artist this year who I ended up loving and holy crap, I forget her name. Uh, Remy Wolf. 
um, who's That's familiar. She's very, very good. I actually, uh, today when we were working out in the gym, <laughs> a song came on. Uh, I didn't like mention it or anything like that, but uh, one of her songs did pass. Uh, her album that came out this year is called We Love Dogs, uh, which is very good. Um, but that whole album is awesome. Uh, Snail Mail is a, a band that I've always loved, and they came out with a very good album. And then two other, just always, you can depend on them, is Lucy Lucy Dacus, I think her name is, D-A-C-U-S, okay. and then Julian Baker. Uh, both came out with very good albums. Um, and then Montero came out this year. Did you listen to Montero by Lil Nas X? I'm not a big Lil Nas X fan. It's very fun. Is it? It's very fun. I, I just, I, there's something about the way he's branded himself recently, where he's just so flamboyantly gay <laughs> like the the most publicly gay rapper i think there's ever been oh easily 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 one of the most publicly gay singers like, name me the top artists. name me the top three gay rappers <clears throat> yeah, yeah so exactly so that's my point yeah like no but no nobody does that but there's just something about his music is very fun to listen to on its own but the just the fact that he just it seems to love pissing people off with it's, his gayness. It's because he's confident. Yes, yes, that's what it is. He's not a he, he he's not ashamed of who he is. Yes, he understands like the feelings that just because he's confident in being himself, how yeah. how that like for some reason bothers people. Yeah, bothers yes. certain people, and he's just like, oh okay, yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> like, didn't like this? Oh, and then yeah, exactly. Dials it up to eleven. Oh, you really didn't like that? Dials <laughs> yeah. it up to twelve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There specifically, there is a moment that I think sums him up perfectly. He won some award. It was like a VMAs or something like that. <laughs> and he, he thanked a bunch of people and goes, and finally this one goes out to the gay agenda. Woo, gay agenda! And yeah. he just laughed and left the stage. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that dude gets it. He's just having fun with it. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, but that whole album is also very fun. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite album of the year was uh, "Sour" by Olivia Rodrigo. It like completely surprised me how much I like it because she was like a Disney Channel star. She's like a Vanessa Hudgens, Selena Gomez uh, type star. But yeah, it, it was just so it was. She was so pissed off in the whole album, and like <laughs> I, I got it. I never experienced anything she sang about in the whole thing, but it like painted such a vivid picture of what she's so pissed off about. Yeah, and it's like damn, that's some real. And like her lyrics weren't very metaphorical; they were just very literal, very literal, and very raw. It was it was cool. I, she reminds me of the fire from Taylor Swift, of okay. how she connects. Yeah, with people like Taylor Swift, it's catchy and and all and the lyrics are good and stuff like that. But it's that especially when Taylor Swift was younger, right? When she when she blew up, yeah, that's what it was, right? Mm -hmm. It was the catchiness, but it was also the like the e the mm, not that's not a word. It's the um, adaptability is the wrong word. It's how easily it's it's absorbed and understood and related to. Yeah. It's it's I don't I don't know the word to use identifiable or something in a way but it but you connect to it yeah it's it's such an it's such a I don't know I don't know the word. I don't <laughs> we've know the word. we've said a f enough close enough words that people <laughs> I think know it, what yeah. we're trying to get at oh, you got it yeah um yeah that it hits yeah 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 relatability it's relatable it's, it's but it's like uh, flexible enough to be relatable to anyone digestible 
sure as yeah, well yeah, in yeah. a way no 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 digestible makes it seem like you have to like uh take it in it's like the uh her music is like the like you know when you drop you know when you drop salt in water and it just like it just evaporates immediately in the water sure. it's just the water just takes it in as it's boiling okay it's that uh, wow <laughs> you lost me i think i was with you and you lost me i lost you i was gonna say it's like that bo burnham song that makes fun of like uh teeny bopper like boy singers that just say the most describe a girl as the perfect girl but just in the most bland way possible like i love the way that you have two eyes <laughs> and like your torso has an arm coming out of each no side of it. no it's 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 that it's that it's it's when you're boiling water for pasta and you put in the salt and the salt just is immediately gone i do love that moment it's that that moment yeah that moment is what i'm talking about for that feeling okay. of when you hear that music or Sh- sure you know what i mean that's beautiful. it's just that i mean that's why she blew up right because that moment of just i get it it's immediate it's instant it's fused it's like it's this thing um that action is what happens to the people who listen to that music okay they yeah they just uh they they just they just take it in. What's the word for this thing? <laughs> I'm so mad. I feel like it's right there. Do you want to pause? No, just think no. Silently for five minutes. No, we like. I have a fucking degree. I have a college degree, and I can't think of a word. That's 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 so. It's frustrating. That's, that's frustrating. Do you know my? Experience. Do you know much useless? How how many useless words I've had to read? Yeah. Because of that stupid degree. Oh, that word and like five words that are like just as good are also rattling around in there. And they're just, they're in a dusty old filing cabinet up there. Yeah. Let's move on. Speaking of Taylor Swift, though, she did release my favorite uh, music video of the year. She did like that 10 minute uh, Taylor's version of, oh, I forget the name of it. That's embarrassing. But it's the song about her breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal, which uh, blew up this year. Yes. And everyone's like, ooh. Jake Gyllenhaal was kind of predatory to Taylor Swift. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> let's go back to that for a moment. Yeah. yeah. Let's, re- let's relive that. Yeah. Uh, but that music video was very, very good. Apparently, it was a lot of it was very improv, and it basically just showed a toxic relationship between like a 30-year-old and a 20-year-old. Uh, and it had an actor who's kind of popular these days and the redheaded actress from Stranger Things season three, I think. Um, it was very, very good. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know. Yeah. I do know. It was very good. Yeah. Her whole, the, the, all the Taylor's version albums that have been coming out. Very good. It's like the first time I've listened to Taylor Swift and some of the songs are, are quite, quite good I, songs. I first started listening to, uh, da, 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 da. I, uh, Red. I think it's Red. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Red. <laughs> I, uh, I first started listening to Taylor Swift and when she dropped Red um the first like red? the first go around yeah the first go around yeah um because i mean at the time i'm pretty sure i was like she was just mocked right like i mean kind of well yeah. i mean i was i was playing like punk rock and trying to yeah. play hardcore it's not like we were talking about Taylor Swift in any serious capacity but uh so it was always a joke about her songs yeah um but that was the first album that I, I actually listened to. And I just said, I'll get like, I need to give it a shot because mm. I love music. Yeah. Right. And regardless of, of the label on it, I, I want to give all music a shot to try to connect to it. Yeah. And again, like you said with Olivia, I can't say, yeah, 
Tay Tay, I know exactly what you what you're going through on that moment. <laughs> I like, hate when boys do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just uh, totally T Swizzle when that happens. That shit sucks. You know. Um, so I, I I couldn't relate to it, but it was just at the end of the day, it was just fun music for me to listen to. Yeah. You know, it was just this is this is fun pop music. Yeah. At the very at the very smallest denominator for me, this is enjoyable pop music. And then uh what was the one? 1984? 1989. And then 1989. Yeah. Now when that dropped, that was just a fucking banger. <laughs> that was just a fucking banger. I yeah. remember when that came out in what, New York, I think is the opener. Maybe. I don't know. But just Yo, the the synth bass, like the synth and all that. I just went, this is so different. And the cool thing about that was it was so, in my opinion, um, brave is such a a tired word, but it was it was. She she just said, I like these themes. Mm. Let's do these themes. Let's go. Mm. And she didn't care about the the what's the current trend, what's the current style, what's the current even like instruments that she's no fuck it. We're going synth for the opener. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it's just yeah. a synth bass and a and just a synth lead going over. And that's that's gonna be yeah. the first the opening track for this album. And it set the tone and that's just a fun fucking album. Yeah. Her uh like progression through different genres has been very interesting to watch. Very cloying country music at the beginning. Yes. But but also because of those albums, you almost hear her confidence grow. Sure. With each with each album release because it, it change. You're right. It changes genres. Yeah. But with each one, she sounds so confident in doing it. Yeah. And sure of herself in doing it. And that's a really cool thing. Yeah. That's a really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. It went from the country ass uh-uh. country country to like country pop to pop to like modern like synthy pop. And then just I'm done. Folk, <laughs> just yep. give me an acoustic strip it down. guitar. Yeah. Strip it down. Yeah, to just what I folk, do. Just, I'm just, friends with Bonnie Vare now. <laughs> yeah, to just what I do. You know, in my writing sessions by myself. Yeah, exactly. We're stripping it down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, when I'm when I'm like fiddling around coming up with songs, just give me a microphone and we're done. Yeah, shit out another album. <laughs> yeah, um, and they're very good. Yeah, I I'll be honest though. Like I said, I, like the amount of heavy music I, I started listening to. Do you know what band called As I Lay Dying? Uh, yeah, I've heard of them. Okay, so Asley Dying released one of the greatest heavy albums of probably my time, mm-hmm. which is uh, Shadows Are Security. And how long ago? That was high school. Okay, long time ago. Uh, fast forward a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna ask you to take this with a grain of salt, but the uh, vocalist got sent to prison for being. Uh, caught by an undercover cop for trying to hire the undercover cop to kill his wife Look, okay just look okay. yep, at moving past it yep sure <laughs> he got out and he came back um so, <laughs> so they kept playing and i remember that uh you just if you didn't want me to dwell on that you could have just not said it well no i wanted didn't to make any music for a while <laughs> that's and now they're back. <laughs> well, I wanted to say that, well, because if anybody's listening that knows Azalea Dying, and if I start just glamorizing the band, it's something that they probably would want me to say is a thing to... Because for a while, there was that shame, that oh. darkness about, how dare you? Yeah. Azalea, this and this. That one person, they, that totally reflects everybody in the band and everything about their about their history. I'll say. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right? Um but I remember because I stopped, obviously they didn't release music, so I just stopped listening to them um, for a bit. 
And when they came back, I didn't know they were doing music again. Mm. So I saw a random video on YouTube, and that made me go back and listen to their albums, and then listen to all the all all the stuff I didn't know they released since he came back. Yeah, and since they got back together, and I was thinking, this shit is fun. You know, <laughs> like I, I like they're a good band. That's yeah. the problem. They're a good band. So even if you if you have some horrible issue with them, um. They make fun music. Uh, I the video I found on YouTube was the apology, which was an awkward as shit, but very honest experience to witness. It's on YouTube. Yeah, you could just say search Azalea dying apology. They sit down in front of a table, just all of them, and they just hash it out. Huh? Just to each other? Yes. Oh, gross. Yeah, just straight up, just. Hey, when you did this, like this impacted me this way and this did this to this person. And that was the cover up as well for the amount of times that you did this to us or to me. It's a brutal conversation. Cool. But it's also a crazy um, transformation to see what the, the, the vocalist went through with prison and what he went through with rehab and therapy and how he how he handles the situation, which is very admirable because he's very honest. He goes, yes, I did do that. Mm. I am responsible for that. Yes, I was f- fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm very sorry that I was so shitty because I, I was. Yeah, He doesn't try to deflect it. He doesn't try to like not take ownership. And it's it was it made me want to give the band a listen. And they make good heavy music. And I uh, it, it got me in this weird... Um, Let's revisit all the metal stuff that I liked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just down this this rabbit hole. Hype rage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, hence why my metal guitar with the active pickups is in pieces because it. it needs a new battery because the oh. active pickups are not responding anymore. Because it needs a new pickups, not because you smashed it. No, no, it needs, it needs a new battery because the active pickups are powered. So, uh, so yeah. Today I learned some guitars have batteries. Uh, if they have active pickups, yes. If they have passive pickups, they do not. Ninety-five oh. percent of guitars are passive. Why? What? What's the benefit you gain from an active pickup? And they are hot. They're hot. Like they just pick up a lot. Hot pickups. Yeah. They're like active pickups are typically only used for metal. Yeah. Because they can get higher distortion levels. Okay. Because they're active. They they're powered instead of just passively taking the resonance and the vibration and then putting it through okay so they're hot pickups um cool they're hotter pickups but yeah i so and here's the weird thing i was because i haven't listened to some of this music for so long Mm -hmm. and i'm rediscovering it i'm rehearing the lyrics yeah a little bit was almost nostalgic and a little bit was was very i'm feeling those emotions again not for the first time obviously but similar you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like watching one of your favorite movies that you haven't seen in a very long time. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I love this part. It's, I've actually, that. I've had a very similar experience this year. Uh, like driving around, I kind of, not burnt out of like some of my podcasts, but I like, I just need a break from listening to the same old podcast again. And I didn't really have a good backup one. And there were any audio books that I was super interested. Uh, so I like just got back into music. And then after a while, I was like, I need something new. Uh, and I listened to, I think it was a song by Hot Chip or The Whitest Boy Alive. Okay. That was like a throwback. And I was like, 
God. Remember? Yeah, did you see my face when you said hot chip? Yeah, yeah. you were like, ooh. ooh. I was like, oh. I remember 2008. Yeah, I remember uh, those days. Yeah, like, it just reminded me of, like, being on the bus in, in sophomore year and just listening to this on my iPod video. Uh, and I found a playlist on Spotify. I forget what it's called, but it's, like, hot chip, hot, hot heat, the whitest boy alive, the vines, the hives, ooh. the strokes. Yeah, and, like, I, like... It just absolute nostalgia trip, like one of the hardest nostalgia trips uh, I've taken, like music wise. So yeah, I've gotten into some of that old stuff. Actually, speaking of and like, oh, by the way, this metal stuff. Did, did anything new come out, or were you, is that just kind of where you lived musically this year? Is like metal throwback. Um, metal throwback mostly. So there's, uh, you know, how much I love the band Counterparts. Yeah, hence the tattoo I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not love their latest album like i've loved all their other albums mm. i get that i get it now though okay like i went back and i listened to it it grew on you and now it grew on me and now i understand the album's like theme and mm. now i understand the emotions they were talking about and it was just that i couldn't emotionally connect to what they were singing about as yeah. much um and but for some reason i was able to and yeah. now i get it and it's a great album and i'm a huge fan mm. um but i knew it was a good album because it, it, they're an amazing band, so yeah. I can't say, "Oh, that's a really bad album," or "That's uh, that's a lesser album." It's just no, I just haven't gotten it yet. Like I haven't under, understood it properly. Yeah, I comprehended the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. that I do, it's just yep. Now now I listen to it compared to just the two songs I liked. Yeah, now it's just, I like all. I like the majority of the songs now. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, last one I want to give a shout out to more because of the documentary that accompanied it is the Beatles Let It Be 2021 remastered version, which they <laughs> what an eye roll. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest wind up for a fart noise I've ever heard. <laughs> you leaned all the way back in your chair to get that ready. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Good to do it. I found out this year that it's not one of the most loved Beatles albums. And I think it's my favorite one. Uh, And they had the whole documentary, Get Back, which I'm not even going to ask if you watched it. But um, it's only nine hours, Dubs. (laughs) You can get through it. It is made by Peter Jackson. So he took his damn time with it. That helps. But... uh, yeah, it was fascinating, and it just made me have such a bigger appreciation for the songs and what went into them. And even the uh, Abbey Road, which is the album that came out immediately after that, uh, the documentary shows a lot of the seeds being planted for songs that came out on that album and some of their solo work that they weren't able to put into a Beatles album, like some of George Harrison songs and John Lennon songs, you like hear them come up with in the documentary for working on a Beatles album that just never made it onto a Beatles album, which was super cool. It was so cool. But yeah, it just made me grow even fonder of one of my favorite Beatles albums that (laughs) technically came out this year because it's like the, I think it's just called like the 2021 version or something like that. I wonder when I'll get to the point where I can not raspberry when I hear it's your curse it's the way you are <laughs> that's the thing i think it's the way i am but i feel like i will outgrow that for the beatles because they are the beatles but then the second i think about that i immediately just start winding up again in my head so <laughs> no I'm... can't must <laughs> must hate things that most people love 
Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it will never happen in my lifetime. Yeah, maybe but, not. But we'll see, <laughs> I guess. But speaking of things that are old, you saw for the first time one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Segway of the year right there. One of, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> one of the most well-done movies that I saw growing up. Yeah. That was one of your favorite movies, really? Growing up, yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. What's the I, movie? That movie. What's the movie? The Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Cool. That movie is the reason why for, I want to say, at least four years of my life. Yeah. When I would eat meat, (laughs) specifically steak. Raw steak liver. (laughs) I would cut it and chew it like Sean Connery does. (laughs) In the scene when he's having the officer conversation. You moron. In the way he would pour his tea. Yeah. Because like, as a kid, I thought it was the I thought he was the coolest dude. That's in the conversation where spoilers for Hunt for Red October, by the way. Which if you've never seen Hunt for Red October without me really getting into it, I think it's worth a watch. It's a good movie. I, it right? was better than I thought it was, yep. and it was different than I thought it would be. But are you now spoilers? Spoiler alert, spoiler alert for the Hunt for Red October. Are you talking about the scene where they transition from Russian to English? No, I'm talking about the scene when uh, he basically the the officers find out that he left a note oh, saying yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm fuck off <laughs> I'm fuck off and they're all just why would you do that Yeah, and he just keeps cutting his steak and eating it yeah. and pouring himself tea yeah. and they go he's gonna send the entire fucking navy at us yeah. and he just keeps chopping his steak yep chewing it and he looks around. And he keeps chopping his steak. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And they're all just smoking cigarettes, just and like stress smoking. Yes. And the air, like from the forehead up, is just cigarette smoke oh, in yeah. the cabin. And Sean Connery is just cutting the steak and eating it. Yeah. I loved seeing them chain smoke cigarettes in a submarine. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I really, really enjoyed this movie. I did <gasps> yes. not know it was a Tom Clancy movie. It's from the book, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. there's a book, The yeah. Unfurred October. I didn't know that um, uh, Alec Baldwin was Jack Ryan. Yes. <laughs> like, of Jack Ryan fame from yes. Tom Clancy. Yes. Which, that was that was an interesting, like, oh, it's another one of these stories. Well, there's been a lot of Jack Ryans, so yeah. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of them. A lot of them. Yes. Um, but it was, man, that guy's had a busy career. Yes, but, he has. Uh, specifically, Jack Ryan, the fictional yeah. character. But... Um, Two things that, like, I not gasped, but, like, internally gasped of, like, oh, was the moment when they switched from Russian to English. Because I, I knew Sean Connery is in this. And then they're walking around. And I was like, oh, my God, Alan Grant from uh, Jurassic Park is in this. This is so cool. Oh, my God. There's so many, like, cool yep. actors. And they're all speaking Russian for some <laughs> reason, which is weird choice. And the way that... So, spoilers for the movie. If you've seen the movie, you know this. If you haven't seen this and you don't care about spoilers, they get all these incredible actors to play the Russian submarine members. And there is a scene where they're talking in Sean Connery's cabin. I think it was Sean Connery's cabin. Yes, it was the captain's cabin. They're having a conversation in Russian, and it zooms in on one guy's mouth as he's like quoting a bible verse i think he, he's quoting uh no a philo- uh, philosopher uh yeah philosopher yeah like I forget who socrates or something yeah like, yeah he's cl- he's dropping some fire shit yeah and it zooms in as he's saying it in russian 
And it just, he switches to English in the middle of a sentence, not in the middle of a sentence, but between two sentences and it zooms back out. And the way they did that camera movement is like, Hey audience, they're still speaking Russian, but we're just going to have them say it in English. So we don't have to do subtitles anymore. It was so good. Yeah. Like it was a little dumb, <laughs> but it, it was, makes sense. It, I got it yeah. instantly. Yeah. Like, Oh, he's saying it in English now in a British accent. They switched so yeah. I can understand them without yes. having to read. Thank you for for doing that movie so I could hear Sean Connery's Irish-ass <laughs> voice or Scottish-ass voice not speaking Russian, <laughs> uh, which was really, really clever. Um, and then the other moment was I thought it was literally going to be Alec Baldwin, the American, versus Sean Connery, the Russian. <gasps> and then when it was like the twist... Oh, yeah, like, you didn't know the twist. I had you never no idea the about book? the twist. Yep, yep, which yep. spoilers for Hunt for Red October? Yeah. Or you know this if you've seen the movie. If you don't care mm. about spoilers, here's what happens: Sean Connery mm. is defecting. Yes. Which I was like, oh, I am interested now. And when Alec Baldwin gets it, is the exact moment that I get it. And he goes, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Is there something you'd like to share with us?" And I was like, oh, Sean Connery is defecting. <laughs> from the ussr that's so clever and then i was hooked i was into this movie i want to know what happens and i was like on the edge of my seat it was it was a fun ride it's a it's a well done movie it's a well done like espionage thriller mystery like will they won't they not will they won't they but like is he gonna get away with it are they gonna make it who's gonna get caught what's gonna happen and then like tensions are getting higher and higher it was it was really fun so you weren't surprised by the by the surprise saboteur no no Uh, you knew it was the cook I mean, I knew some shit was going down. It didn't really matter who it was going to be. But, but did you expect the chef? I, no. But, like, that didn't blow my mind. I was like, well, whatever. It's like, it's why I can never get, uh, like, involved in, like, a murder mystery movie, like Clue or something like that. It's like, okay, well, it was someone, obviously. Well, <laughs> someone was someone was fucking around behind the scenes. But, um, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a fun ride. I'm glad uh, I'm glad that was our, our next movie that we had on the list. It was a good one, right? Yeah. I, it's just... Also, the music in the scene when they're in the missile silo, uh, when Alec Baldwin, like, crouches, mm. and it pans out to show the size of the missile silo yeah. for, the, for the submarine. Yeah. And then, he, like, the music is really good. Yeah. It's a... It bangs. Yeah. In that scene. It's, it's very good, like, the thriller, espionage, like, kind of spy. Did you like when they... Uh, uh, I forget the name of the actor who's the captain of the uh, Dallas, the USS Dallas, which is uh, the American sub. Hold on. Let me look. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Um, did you like the scene when uh, when Ryan finally convinces him to give him a shot? Yeah. 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 And the it periscopes was... come up and they're just they're doing Morse. Yeah. To each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was all very, very good. It was. um yeah, it was just and and we're seeing exciting. it through Jack Ryan's eyes. So when like we don't know what's going on and they're explaining it to us, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the sonar and hearing the sounds and yeah, it was cool. I thought I heard singing, Captain. Yeah, yeah, singing. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir, singing. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was very cool. It was. Uh, I think it was my first submarine movie. Really, in, in my transition to becoming a dad. <laughs> That's your first submarine movie. I, I think so. What's the uh, there's U U U five seven one U five seven one Das Boot. You haven't seen U five seven one. I haven't seen many submarine movies. In fact, zero. 
Yeah, I don't know what to do. It's a different type I've of seen, thriller. I've it's seen a diff- Finding Nemo. There's you a got, submarine in that one. Uh, close. Close. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that close. Um, U571 should be the next one. Uh, no, 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 no. We, we can't become a submarine movie podcast. No, we're not. We're just watching old movies. I want to pick the next one. <sighs> I have to oh, think wait, we're not done. Okay, we're not done with Humphrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me about some of like your experiences with the movie growing up. So here's the funny thing. I had the book. Okay. Like, our family had the book. And I refused to read the book. Because it's a big ass book. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Tom Clancy. And all yes. Tom Clancy books are big as shit. Clancy. Yeah. Um, we got the movie on VHS. And I remember wanting to watch it. Because I saw Sean Connery. And I knew Sean Connery was James Bond. Mm-hmm. At one point. So I finally one day just randomly just put it on. I was just, I'm going to, it's like a rainy day or whatever. I'm just going to mm-hmm. watch uh, Hunt for Red October in my room. And I was fucking hooked. <laughs> I was hooked. I, was, I loved it. It was, it was so, and I was, I was not old. I was young. Yeah. I was, I was a young teenager. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, but like teenager is like, <clears throat> like even 12 or 13. I or was 12. Like I that. think I was 10 or 12 when yeah. I saw it. And that, that's still an exciting movie at that time. It's, it, it's, there's so many twists and turns and yeah you know fly big d fly you know and they're, <laughs> they're, they're they're blowing the ballast tanks to, yeah. to eject out the water yeah and all the rushers like captain's making the americans jump out the water like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all cheering like it, there was just so many you know why watching it when i first saw it it felt like an adult movie Mm. But it didn't have a heavy amount of adult content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels sophisticated. Yes, it yeah. was serious. It was like dark. It, it was it was complex. There were so many moving parts. Uh, there's technical things you got to understand. Like there's so many things yes. that are happening in it that felt so adult to me. And it was fun. Exactly. Like it wasn't all. It wasn't like uh, Thinker Taylor Soldier Spy or whatever. Tinker or, Taylor Soldier Spy. Tinker Taylor. Yeah. yeah, Tinker, not Thinker. Thinker, but, Tinker. Yeah. Uh, that is like a thriller or spy movie that's very good and boring as fuck you didn't like that movie no it's so boring it's so boring nothing happens it's one of those movies where it's just people talking uh and it, i think like a couple shots are fired in the movie but it's so boring like nothing fun happens i thought that was a good movie you could read well, first that- of all that movie can't be fun no i mean it can't but like you could read that movie like you could just read the Wikipedia article for the plot. I thought movie. it was suspenseful. I thought it was uh, yeah, whatever. An anxious movie. I liked it. I, I mean, liked it was it. good. But like Humphrey Red October was fun. Like of those moments you just mentioned. Like that. That's like fun movie moments. Like this felt like a like a movie. It was a movie movie, and it was like a, a spy thriller. It was it was good. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to guess the Rotten Tomato score for it? Ooh. High eighties. Can you give me a specific number? 86 to 87? Ah, I thought you were going to nail it. 88. 88? Oh, high, that's even higher. High 80s, baby. Uh, certified fresh on the tomatometer. Damn right. The uh, 88 audience score as well from uh, Fandango, the audience score that they do. Um, Damn right. Critics consensus. Perfectly cast and packed with suspense. The Hunt for Red October is an old-fashioned submarine thriller with plenty of firepower to spare. Nailed. obviously yeah uh, that's that's, <laughs> like, that's that's all we need to read about that it. really hits it on the head yeah yeah the cast was so good that scene how did you feel when the when the submersible uh like like pod connected to the to the red october 
and they banged with a hammer on the top and they finally met the russians what did you were you like like it's happening tense as fuck (laughs) like excited but also like this this could go good or really really bad (laughs) is yeah just like the because there were so many like flips and flops because the reason they do it smartly too is they don't like change the story throughout to keep you on your toes they just don't give you a lot of information they keep like spoon feeding you information about what is going on what's going on doesn't really change that much but like you slowly keep learning about it and then you go oh and then you think about like okay but what could they be doing and what what's going to happen what are they going to do and then they get there and then you learn a little bit more information you're like oh (laughs) and like that's what was so exciting it was it was good. Then it's quiet, and all you hear is the the bulb. Yep. <laughs> and then finally, uh, the like the guy's frozen, not working on it because, uh, <laughs> like, on the ladder yeah. because the Americans walked in. And then finally, uh, he's told to turn it off, and he turns it off. And yeah, and Ryan's like, "Can I have a cigarette?" Even though he doesn't smoke. Yeah. Which he denies every time he gets uh, offered a cigarette throughout the movie yeah. until that one moment, just to try to connect with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't notice that. That's what. That's why they all laughed when he coughed because he does. He obviously doesn't smoke, but yeah. he wanted to break the ice in yeah, some way. I like, yeah, I just thought it was kind of like a polite thing, but like he specifically wanted to like build a connection. That's, yeah, that's good. So he like did that. Yeah. Ooh, man, it was good. Um, what uh, what movie do you want to watch next? I have I have a couple. I, have I a mean few suggestions. I would say U five seven one. No, but too many submarines. You don't like my answer. I would also. Sometime. I would also. I would also say. I would also say, keeping it ocean, aquatic, you know, maritime based, uh, speed two cruise control. Absolutely not. And so you don't want that either. So I guess I don't I, have an opinion. So no, I guess I don't no. have an input. Yeah, so I guess we'll have to go with what can, you want. How to about see. this suggestion? I Maybe I could pick a movie sometime. <laughs> I mean, you asked me what I wanted to see, but that's okay. So uh, yeah, I, I it guess. was a polite way for you to hand the baton back to me and say, you know what, Chris, I'd pick the last three out of three movies. Maybe you could pick one. <laughs> So I guess I'll just rip the <laughs> baton back yes, out of your yes, hand. Yes, yes, That's the accurate way that this should go down. I maritime agree. movie, Jaws. Uh, Jaws? Not okay. maritime movie, but a movie you just mentioned. And I thought, huh, maybe I would like to watch that. Dr. No. Oh. I've never seen a Sean Connery Bond movie. Really? Another movie. Wait, whoa, 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 Okay, so I think a Sean Connery Bond movie just made the list. So wait, what was what was the first Bond movie you've seen? Um, uh, I watched all the Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig ones, and that's it. Yep, take it all in. You haven't seen a single Sean Connery one. No, like so, the first one you saw was what? Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, Goldeneye. Tomorrow never dies. I mean, Goldeneye is a sexy movie. Die another day. Is that one of them? Die another day. Yeah. Uh, Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we could watch uh, Dr. No or Thunderball or one of the other ones or okay. another movie that I haven't seen. Are you ready for this? Oh, Are you ready God. for this? Are you ready for this? Okay. It's a movie that came out in 1989, but that goes by the name of Batman. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. What Batman movies have you seen? Uh, all the Christian Bale ones, obviously. Obviously. And Batman and Robin. <laughs> arguably worst one <laughs> i have not seen batman or batman forever was the one with uh riddler and penguin right no riddler and penguin that was another one no 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 i don't know but yeah. joker oh no i'm sorry not joker riddler and two-face 
Riddler and Two Face. Yes, that was one. The second Michael Keaton one, right? No, 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 no. No, that was Val a, Kilmer. Val Kilmer, and then I, I did see the George Clooney Bat Nipples one with Poison Ivy and the Bat credit card and the nipples and Mister Freeze. Uh, and I saw the Christian Bale ones, and I have also seen the nineteen sixty six movie. Okay, uh, with the bat copter and the bat shark repellent. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I have not seen either of the Michael Keaton ones, and okay. they're about to become relevant in a future DC movie that's coming out this year. Uh, so I would watch one of those, and I also haven't seen the Val Kilmer ones. I also haven't seen any Sean Connery, James Val Bond Kilmer movies. ones are, in my opinion, the best ones. The Val Kilmer one. One. No, I think he had two. Really? I don't I thought, think so. I thought he had two. Maybe. But I don't think so, but maybe. Um, but yeah. No, Take you're right. Pick. He only had one. He only had one. That movie is amazing. It has Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey. That's forever, right? Batman yes. Forever? Yeah. And we could do that one. I have the Batmobile car <laughs> from that movie. <laughs> like a toy? Yes. All right. Do you want to do that one? Is that our next movie? I'm not choosing. I don't have the potential. Well, I, I give you the spread of, uh, what was that, five movies? You give me the charcuterie? Jaws, which it sounds like is a no, because there are way more pressing movies but to it's, watch. But it's also just, we've all seen Jaws. Have yeah, you we, seen Jaws? Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. But, um, <gasps> yeah. I mean, we. you know what we should do? What? We should do a Jaws versus Alien horror comparison. Uh, ooh, that's... For scary movie, like, like scary movie competition between those two, because those two are like OGs. Yeah, those of, are top tier. Of the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Those that's are a good OGs idea. of what I'm going to call highbrow horror. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like not yes. like monster. Killer no, 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 no. Highbrow horror. Yes. Yes. I the mean, shit also yourself like horror. Psycho. The shit yeah. yourself. Horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit yourself. Horror. Not, ooh, oh, that was scary. <laughs> no, just like I won't swim in the ocean. ever. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and I will never have a dark spot in my house. All there will be lights on lights everywhere. everywhere all the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's watch, let's do, uh, let's change it up. Let's do Batman. Let's, uh, which, do Batman? which okay. one of those three Batman movies would you want to see? I, I would say not Batman Returns because that is a sequel to Batman, which I also haven't seen. So uh, we could either watch Batman or Batman Forever. I, I'll, I'll leave that one up to you. What are we watching? What are we watching? Three, two, one. <sighs> Batman. The first Batman, Michael Keaton. Yeah, well, because Keaton, sealed. Because I've seen Batman Forever recently. <laughs> so <laughs> great. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. It's, we'll watch. We'll watch Batman, the original Michael Keaton, original Michael Keaton Batman. Um, and then uh, next year yeah. we'll talk about uh, what should we do? Movie of twenty twenty one. Not <gasps> book because neither of us read. Movie of twenty twenty one. Video game of twenty twenty one. Let's do movie. All right. Cool. Next year, we're going to pick our favorite movie of 2021. Or next week, not year. Next next week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pick our favorite movie of 2021, and we'll talk about Batman, and who knows what else we'll talk about. Definitely not Liver King. I wasn't expecting you to say Liver King. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, how do I turn it off? Uh, the space... Space bar. Space bar. You're really good at this. You do it every week. Okay, okay, let's all right, let's end it again. All right, bye. Bye.
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hi. Hi. That's better. <laughs>